everybody, this is Rob. It's it's Thursday. It's time for a video. Let's have some fun. Good morning, everybody. My name is Rob, and this is Ultra Universe Live, the series that covers the more geeky and nerdy stuff. <laughs> if you guys haven't caught it yet, our other series, Everyday Heroes, covers the more in-depth and, um, um, you know, discussion-based topics. Uh, today, we're going to do a Best of Roundtable. It is two topics that are supposedly the best of the year or last year. Um, and there you go. That's the theme. So jumping in, according to New York Times, we have... Oh, oh, excuse me. <laughs> uh, the 10 best books from 2021. First off, they have How Beautiful We Are by Imbolo Mbui. I'm probably going to mispronounce some of these names. Um, the uh, This was after the debut of the 2016 debut, Behold the Dreamers. Uh, this sweeping, quietly devastating second novel begins in 1980 in the fictional Africa village African village of Kosawa, where representatives from an American oil company have come to meet the locals whose children are dying because of the environmental havoc wrecked by its drilling and pipelines. This decade-spanning fable of power and corruption turns out to be something much less clear-cut than the familiar David and Goliath tale of a sociopathic corporation and the lives it steamrolls. Uh, this is taken through the eyes of one of the citizens, I'm sorry, of multiple citizens, uh, both old and young, um, and basically the author is talking about the unfortunate <clears throat> issues of what happens when companies don't care and just do their work. So this is definitely a type of story that is always popular um, throughout the ages. Uh, this one you can pick up uh, from Random House for $30. So there is that. All right, next one up. Intimacies, oops, excuse me, a, uh, a novel by Katie Kitamura. Uh, this is her fourth novel. An unnamed court translator in the Hog, the Hague, excuse me, is tasked with intimately vanishing into the voices and stories of war criminals whom she alone can communicate with, uh, falling meanwhile into a tumultuous entanglement with a man whose marriage may or may not be over for good. Um, this is an interesting one. Um, the, uh, apparently she has the ability to speak with the dead and is asked to tell their stories. And of course we have the love story in the middle as well. The word intimacies could be used on both ends, the love story, but also the deep connection between her and the voices that she is writing for. This book is from Riverhead Books and you can pick it up for $26. Next up, the love songs of W.E.B. Du Bois, obviously a big famous author. First uh, novel by Jeffers, uh, Honoré Fanon Jeffers, a celebrated poet, is many things at once, a moving coming-of-age saga, an examination of race, and an excavation of American history. Um, so again, this is a story that, again, just like the first one, has been told multiple times. It's a great way, it's an important way, to discuss the uh, issues of race, culture, and especially in American history, the difference between whites and blacks throughout the years and still even in today. So if you are a fan of, you know, 
stuff like that, celebrated poets, along with the historical aspect, you're going to want to pick this up. This is from HarperCollins for $29. Next one, No One Is Talking About This by Patricia Lockwood. Um, Lockwood's first final claim as a poet on the internet with glorious, inventive, and ribald verse. Um, let's see. Da, da, da. So, and... Um, in her first novel here, she distills the pleasures and deprivations of life split between online flesh and blood interactions, transfiguring the dissonance into art. The result is a book that reads like a poem um, with, they use words such as sublime, profane, intimate, philosophical, hilarious, and deeply moving. So this is one for those of you who enjoy reading in a different format. Um, I know not a lot of people are a fan of prose or poetry. But this is a novel, so if you want to read a novel, you'll still want to read it. Um, but it's written in a way that's not normally uh, written, so it could be interesting. <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, it could be interesting to see how they write in this form. You can pick this one up from Riverhead Books for $25. Next one, When We Cease to Understand the World by Benjamin Labatut, translated by Adrian Nathan West. So that's kind of cool. This one is a translation from, let me see if it says who, um, it sounds like it might be translated from German. Um, in this story, he expertly stitches together the stories of 20th century's greatest thinkers to explore the ecstasy and agony of scientific breakthroughs, their immense gains for society, as well as the steep human costs, his journey to the outermost edges of knowledge, guided by such people as mathematician Alexander Gothendieck, the physicist Werner Heisenberg, and the chemist Fritz Haber, among others. So this one seems like it's going to read more like a nonfiction. Um, but this stuff is really cool. I'm a big hist uh, history buff. This is something that I probably would um, enjoy. They do mix a little bit of fiction with the nonfiction. So it's kind of a, you know, let's, let's, let's tell you the story and then give you kind of a dramatization. If you ever watch History Channel, you'll kind of understand that. This one is from New York Review Books, paperback, $17.95, $18 there. The Copenhagen Trilogy, Childhood Youth Dependency is Next by Tove Dittelson, translated by Tina Nunali and Michael Favela Goldman. Um, if I remember correctly, um, yeah, so this one covers the... Um, uh, it's the the struggles of this author um, as a, a young girl brought up in Denmark in the 60s and 70s. Um, it talks about how she joined the work, workforce at 14, became a poet in the early 20s, uh, after two failed mar uh, marriages, wedded to a psychopathic doctor and hopelessly dependent on opioids by her 30s. That sounds wonderful, doesn't it? Yet for all the dramatic twists, these books project stunning clarity, humor, and candidness, casting light on not just the harshness of the world, but the in, in explicable impulses of our secret selves. So again, it's kind of like a slight biography, fiction at the same time. This one can be picked up from Farrer, Strauss, and Garot for $30. The next book, How the World is Past, A Reckoning with the History of Slavery Across America. This one is by Clint Smith. Again, just like the other book, this one covers... Um, many of the major um, uh, aspects of slavery in uh, history. 
We have Thomas Jefferson's Monticello, Angola, the Louisiana State Penitentiary, and the Confederate Cemetery, just to name a few. If Again, if you're into the history, this is going to be, oh, excuse me, oh, excuse me, oh, um, this is going to be uh, something that you're going to want to read. This is from Little Brown and Company uh, for $29. Um, let's see, Invisible Child, Poverty, Survival, and Hope in an American City. This is another nonfiction um, written by... Uh, let's see, Dasani Coates, uh, who talked about she started as a homeless New York schoolgirl and her family. Uh, Elliot spent years following her subjects in their daily lives through shelters, schools, courtrooms, well for offices. The book has produced, uh, she has produced as a searing account of one family struggle with such things as poverty, homelessness, addiction, and how it affects your livelihood in a city and a country that has failed to address the issue. This book is from Random House for $30. Next one up, On Juneteenth by Annette Gordon-Reed. Again, this uh, covers what recently happened, um, or what, what is now a, 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 um, a uh, country holiday. And it talks about, again, uh, the, the race issue with through history, through today, blacks and whites, things such as the school systems. And again, in a country that just doesn't seem to understand how to fix a problem that should have never happened to begin with. All right, I believe we're getting down to our last one. Yeah, our last one here is called Red Comet, The Short Life and Blazing Art of Sylvia Plath by Heather Clark. If you guys know who Sylvia Plath is, uh, the poet who unfortunately committed suicide at the age of 30, this story covers her amazing short life as all the things she went through, all the things she did before her uh, untimely um demise at 30. Um, as we know, Sylvia Plath is still one of the most famous poets. So if you are a fan of uh, poetry history, this is the book for you. You can pick this up from Alfred A. Knopf for $40. So if you want to list again, New York Times uh, search books of 2021, it'll give you the entire list of those books. So that is for the readers out there that want something new to read and maybe are slacking on the books. Now this is for the outdoorsy. Keep in mind, rules will apply being outdoors. So while this list gives you the best national parks this year, you do still want to check with your local area or check with the state that the park is in to make sure everything is still good and clean and, and healthy to go. This list comes from thetravel.com, and as I said, it's the 10 best national parks according to them in 2022. First up, we have Yellowstone National Park. This one is always on people's lists. Of course, the hot springs and the geysers are the biggest draw. If you guys watch National Geographic, you'll learn that there has been so much activity there, uh, volcanic-wise, geyser-wise there, that the land is reshaped all the time. Ooh. Excuse me, guys. Ooh, ooh. Excuse me. <clears throat> Sorry, guys. Funky morning here. Um, of course, if you are a wildlife fan, whew, the bison, the elk, the wolves that live there, they're repopulating. So this is something you definitely want to go to. If I'm able to ever, I would love to take a trip out here. Um, it's beautiful looking. I mean, I've seen pictures, I've seen video. Um, it looks amazing. So if you are in the area or if you've been there before, give us a shout. Let us know what you think. Number nine, more closer to my neck of the woods, 
We have Yosemite, and the picture on here is amazing. It's when the sun hits the waterfall and everything just looks like fire. It's amazing. I've been to Yosemite a couple times. The hiking is great. The wildlife is great. I prefer the uh, cabins that you know there. I'm not big on the tenting as much as I used to. But if you want something like El Capitan or Half Dome, which are the really big hiking trails there, this is the place you have to go at least once to check out the scenery. Uh, my wife is big in photography, so this is something that I'm, 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 I'm afraid if she went or not. But um, if we have it, we probably want to go and take pictures because this is something that you want to have in your portfolio to remember. It, it's amazing. Um, it looks like it's actually 1,200 square miles of just pure you know, nature. All right, so that's number nine. Number eight, Glacier National Park. Um, the boundary of Montana and Canada is known as the crown of the continent for its diversity of natural beauty. So this one hits you right between America and Canada. Um, variety of species, variety of waterfalls, variety of passes and hiking trails. Um, the image I'm looking at, the water is so blue, you can see down into the middle of it. Um, I'm telling you, this is pretty amazing stuff. So again, if you're in the area, or if you've seen it before, let us know. We want to know what these places are really like. Of course, some of these images are just like the perfect image. It may not always look so beautiful, but I got to say, national parks in general, something you have to do. All right, number seven, we're actually going to go to uh, for our honeymoon. We had to postpone it due to everything going on, but we're going to hit this up. Grand Canyon National Park. One I've never been to before. I've never been to the Grand Canyon, but this is one that I've heard. You got to see. Now, of course, I'm not going to be taking that trip down to be a donkey, but um, I definitely want to see the ravine. I want to see the the warped um, mountain cliff sides. Um, it's an amazing uh, visual. I can only imagine how much more beautiful it is in real life. Of course, you have the Colorado River that goes through, which is one of the biggest rivers um, I think we have here. Um, but generally speaking, it's not so much for the wildlife per se, but this is one of those, if you want that photographic moment that you can put up on your wall, this is that kind of moment that you want. Um, all right, number six, Serengeti National Park. So we're actually moving out of America over to Africa. If you are an animal lover, and I've actually heard stories from people who went there, Serengeti is the place to go. The image I'm seeing is literally this truck is going through a herd of migrating zebra and wildebeest. That's how close you are. Like, you're right there. You could touch them. I wouldn't advise it, but you could. That's how close you are. Um, this is one on my bucket list for sure, this this and Australia. But this is one that you, you don't get to see this anywhere. It's one thing to go to the zoo and see these animals in a zoo. But this is something that if you want to experience animals in their, nat their, their natural habitat, their nature, <coughs> excuse me. Ooh, excuse me, uh, nature, this is where you got to go. Keep in mind, restrictions now, everything, it might be harder to get to this second, but if you're lucky enough to be there or maybe get out there, take pictures, let us know. This is freaking amazing. Um, let's see, 14,763 square kilometers. I'm not sure what that, uh, uh, that to, to miles, but it is basically a giant reserve excuse me, for every African species you can think of. All right, number five here, Jasper National Park. We're coming back to back home to, well, we're going to Canada for a minute. Um, again, snow-capped mountains, clear water. Literally, they're 
looks like there's one road going through probably to get you there. But other than that, it is pristine. Uh, it is one of the wildest places known in Canada. That's what they refer to. Multi-car landscapes located on the eastern border. It's also a UNESCO World Heritage Site. A few of these guys that I've been reading are UNESCO. It's one of the few, it's, it's the company that basically says, hey, don't touch. This is natural. No, nothing, no building, no nothing. Here you can see such animals as wolverines, moose, and caribou. And then, of course, the glaciers, the rivers, and the mountains. All right, next up, this one really is close to home, if I am correct. Oh, I'm sorry, I'm thinking the wrong one. But a little bit back to America, Zion National Park in Utah. Um, man, these pictures are amazing. I don't know who took these, who went there, but wow. Um, again, uh, carved rock from the weather, mountains, caves, miles of just flat grass and nature. This is the place to go to. This person in their uh, Instagram picture said, making adventure, building community, seeking the unseen, living among the wild. It looks like their company is amongthewildco.com, so that's probably their tagline. Um, they wrote, be Utah full. Ha, huh, you get it? And they wrote, have you ever, uh, have you ever been? Um, this one is something that actually looks like it comes out of our backyard here, where I used to live over in Chatsworth. But again, if you're in the area, go check it out. We're going to hop to Hawaii here. Hawaii Volcanoes National Park. Literally what it sounds like it is. It is a national park of the major, like that's where you hit most of the major volcanoes there. Um, this particular image that I'm looking at was taken right before an eruption happened. Um, you know, they still happen. They're not huge all the time. They're just kind of like, you know, sometimes it'll bubble up. But looking, looking at it now, there's, you know, it's not magnificent about the lava, but it's still amazing to be that close to something that is so dangerous, but so beautiful at the same time. So if you want to you know, take that risk, go, go a volcano climbing, damn straight, go do it. Next up, we are going, let's see, where are we here? Um, oh, Malaysia. Oh. All right, so uh, Malaysia it looks like. Yeah, this is the Gunung Mulu National Park. And there's literally an outcropping of just jutting up, sorry, sorry, kitty, jutting up straight spiky rocks that look like they just came out of the ground. It is amazingly beautiful. Of course, places like that are going to be more natural, more green. There's underwater caves. You have the, the stalactites and stalagmites. Um, but again, if you're able to go over there and you want to go through, uh, the caves, take a boat through, uh, hiking paths, that, that's amazing guys. That is freaking cool. All right. Number one on the list here, Rocky Mountain National Park. All right. So, um, we are told to skip the Great Smoky Mountains and head straight to Colorado. Again, skiers paradise, but if you want the non-skier resort, Go, on, go towards Colorado Rocky Mountain National Park. The snow, the, the hiking paths, the rivers, the waterfalls, the wildflowers when they're in bloom. Um, there are so many things to do over there. And again, something I've never even you know thought about, but damn, excuse my language, guys, but wow, this is really amazing. So go to travel.com, or I'm sorry, thetravel.com, and, and search in the search bar, uh, National Parks of 2022, you're going to be able to get that entire list. 
this was invigorating, guys. This is really cool. It's really hard to see the things that are happening. <clears throat> to see the things that are happening when all this other stuff is going on. So I'm very glad that I was able to share some reading material and some um, uh, uh, national park park information for you guys who are able to go and do it. As always, guys, stay safe with whatever you're doing. Don't jump out there if, if you can't. Make sure everything is okay and good. Before we head off, we look like we have some comments, so let's see. First off, all right, so Yosemite is beautiful, but terribly windy road to get down there. That is very unfortunate and true. I'm sorry, that is very unfortunate, but true, um, but, if you're able to get past the windy road and get in there, it is amazing, as she just pointed out. So there you go, next one. I still wanna see Zion, it looks amazing. It is. Uh, again, if you guys don't know, this is my wife, beautiful wife, thank you so much, babe, um, for the uh, comments. So that's what we got there. So we got some good stuff. If you were able to watch us live, thank you so much. If you weren't, you'll be able to pick it up on replay on all of our sources. Please, if you haven't yet, subscribe on YouTube, Twitch, and Twitter. That's also where you can watch everything. The more you give to us, the more we can give to you. Got another video coming tomorrow. As always, guys, please stay safe. Please stay healthy. Please stay happy. And may the force be